Howdy folks and welcome to the Dirt Road Cowboys Christian Podcast. My name is Dean, also known as the Dirt Road Cowboy. And whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're a repeat listener, I want to thank you for following along. Excuse my voice, I've got a little bit of a head cold or something going on, so it may sound a little weird, but I promised you that I would get these things out every two weeks for you. On this episode, we're going to talk a little bit, a very little bit, about forgiveness and faith. And I'm sure that we've all been told in our Christian walk that we got to be forgiving of everyone and everything all the time. But is that true? Are we actually being more forgiving than God? Yeah, I know that sounds a little bit strange to most people, but I really believe there's something to that. I think that the New Ageism has infiltrated the church so much that we'd forgive the devil just because we've been told, like good little sheepies, to do everything that we're told, follow orders, forgive everything, take the jab, whatever. Uh, yeah. I really don't think that we've been paying attention to the scriptures. We've been listening to the bull being preached from the pulpit. Maybe they should call the pulpit a bullpen. I don't know. Because there seems to be a lot of bull flowing through it. Now, there's different things that forgiveness applies toward. I'm not saying that we should hold a grudge over every whiny little thing. Oh, boo-hoo-hoo, he made a mean tweet about me. Grow up. But what about other things? Read the story about the woman and the unjust judge in Luke 18. The woman repeatedly asked the judge to avenge her on her adversary. And the judge is sitting there saying, I don't respect people or even God, but this woman will annoy me constantly until I come through for her. Therefore, I will avenge her just to get some peace. And Jesus turns around and says, Will not your father, who is better than the unjust judge, quickly and speedily avenge those that cry out to him day and night for vengeance? Then he turns right around and says, But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? That doesn't mean, Oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz kind of faith. He's talking about vengeance. He's talking about retribution. Where's the forgiveness in that? Aren't we all supposed to be forgiving everyone for everything? See what I mean? Okay, you know, we can't just take one scripture and make a whole doctrine out of it. What about in Matthew 18, where Jesus is talking, you know, he he takes the little kid and says, yeah, offenses are going to come, but woe to those who offends or hurts one of his little ones. It would be better for them if a great millstone were tied around their neck, and they were cast into the middle of the sea rather than the pain and the whooping that's going to come to them from God. Huh. That's causing one of his loved ones to stumble and sin. That's hurting one of his covenant people. But where's the forgiveness? Uh Uh-huh. There's also a scripture where Jesus talks about if your brother does something wrong. And he's talking about your brothers here. He's not talking about the ungodly. We're talking about closeness here. People that we're supposed to be getting along with. Brothers in Christ. Back then it was, you know, Jewish brethren. But still, the same would apply to us being new creations in Christ. Being the new seed of Abraham and everything else. The children of faith. Not the children of works. Not the children of the slave woman, but the children of the free woman. Okay. So he says, if your brother has something against you, 
If he's done something wrong to you, confront him. Oh, he didn't say forgive. If he doesn't own up to it, bring some witnesses. Confront him again. If he still doesn't own up to it, bring him in front of the entire congregation and let them know what he's done. But then does he say, turn around and forgive him? No, he says, if he still doesn't repent, treat him as a publican and a sinner. Ostracize him. Kick his butt out. Wow. That doesn't sound all new agey, lovey-dovey bull of forgive everyone for everything, every time, blah, 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 blah. Now, when he was talking to Peter, and Peter said, if my brother, then again, this is talking, you know, close people, your people, sins against you and repents. Repentance, key word. How many times must I forgive him? Up to seven times? And Jesus said, if he repents, 70 times seven. That's showing that there is some remorse, there's some repentance going on. If it's just lip service, Jesus didn't say to forgive. He said if they repent. That means we should be tolerant of the repentant people. We should be willing to forgive those who truly repent. And this is talking about minor infractions, you know, someone gossiping about you on the internet, posting a mean tweet, saying something to make themselves look like they're so much better than you. All this stuff is basically schoolyard squabbling. That's the stuff we need to grow up and mature from. We don't jump right into forgiveness for things that God doesn't even forgive, like covenant breaking, murders, doing vile evil, child molestation, torturing, causing extreme pain and anguish on people. Jesus never once said to forgive that kind of thing. When he was talking about turning the other cheek, he was talking about an evangelical setting where his disciples were going out preaching to other Jewish people while he was still alive even and trying to get them to see the truth and not arguing and not fighting back with them at that time. We have to start reading the scripture and putting everything in a proper context, people. Let's quit taking things out of context and making it say things that it never did. What about Peter when Ananias and Sapphira conspired to lie to make themselves look good to the church? claiming that they sold their property for such amount, and here it is, placing it before the apostles so that they can get some praise and glory. Well, Peter knew that they lied. So what did Peter do? Did Peter come right out and say, Ah, that's okay, Ananias. I know you lied, but hey, forgive and forget. Hey, you know, come on, bygones and all this stuff. I forgive you, bro. No, he told him to drop dead, and he did. He killed the man. Where's the forgiveness? Where's the 70 times 7? Well, maybe he made it up a little bit later. Sapphira, Ananias' wife, comes in. He says, Is this what you and your husband sold the land for? Is this how much money you made? Oh, yeah, that's it. Peter didn't say, Ah, caught you in a fib. I forgive you. It's okay, sis. No, these were believers. And he called her a liar and told her to drop dead. He said, the men who buried your husband are at the doorstep, and they're going to bury you now. And she fell over dead. Where's the forgiveness? Where's all this new agey, mamby-pamby, whiny, forgive and love everybody? Yeah, I know, it sounds kind of weird, and it sounds even more nasally now. But 
Why have we twisted this stuff so far? Could it be that Satan is wanting to keep us from having our power and authority? What about Paul when he was preaching to the Roman, I believe it was Festus, and Elymas the sorcerer kept trying to interrupt him and dissuade the Roman leader? Did Paul say, that's ah, all right, dude, I forgive you? No, he knocked him blind. He used the power of God to knock the man blind. Yeah, it's maybe one step up from Peter going around killing them all. But still, where's all this new agey forgiveness that we're told that we're supposed to be walking in? Uh-huh. Okay. Paul, in his letter to the Corinthians, was confronting them because they were actually applauding a man who was part of their congregation, who was a Christian, and he was having sex with his father's wife. He's doing his stepmother. Okay, I don't know if his father was still married to her at the time or not. That We're not told that. But still, what did Paul say to do? Turn him over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh. He didn't say to forgive the man. Wow, here we are taking more things and making a doctrine of forgiveness that is not scriptural. He wanted them to turn this man over, to kick him out, turn him over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh. Um, that's not talking about, you know, a little slap on the wrist. That's talking about the destruction of the flesh. That's what we would call dying, letting Satan kill him. Well, it turns out the guy did repent. Later on, we read that. But still, we have this doctrine of forgiveness that is not anything that God has intended for us. And now, in 2 Corinthians 10, we hear this other scripture that's kind of taken out of context. It talks about the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. And we have been taught all these years that we're not supposed to fight in the carnal. We're supposed to be fighting the devils and fighting in the spiritual realm, blah, 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 blah. But if you put that back into context with what Paul is talking about before and after that, he is talking about the people that are coming against him saying, Oh yeah, he's a big tough guy in his letters, but when he comes here in person, he's all completely different. He's all meek and soft and timid. Where's this big tough guy that writes all these tough letters, blah, blah, blah. That kind of an attitude, you know. And uh, Paul was talking about, he's not going to punch him in the face when he comes there to see him in person. He's going to use completely different weapons. Because a few sentences later, he talks about punishing the disobedience with that power of God. Not the disobedient devils, but the people. When was the last time you were ever told that you're supposed to use the power of God to punish disobedient people? People that are disobedient to God's will, God's ways, God's commands. We're told we're supposed to fight the devil and just love everybody. I suppose now you might be able to start to smell some of that stink that's been thrown at you. You've been wallowing around in that stuff for a while. That stuff's sticking to your boots. And it's stinking, isn't it? We've got to get away from these lies that keep holding us back from fulfilling what God has for us. We have to rise up boldly and start being who we are in Christ. All-powerful. We have the power of God and the authority of Jesus to make this world right. But we've been lied to and said that we have to sit around and wait for the rapture bus to take us away. In the meantime, we'll just be all lovey-dovey, new-agey to everybody. Wake up, people. 
Not going to happen that way. And this is where I'm going to cut this one off. Like I said, I'm not feeling good. I am worn out. And Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah, this is the first podcast of the new year. And I didn't even wish y'all a Happy New Year. Until now. I'll be back in a couple weeks with another podcast. Hopefully everything will be going better. By then I'll be feeling better. Until then, if you want to find out more about me, you can stop off at my website, www.dirtroadcowboy.com. And there's a link to find some contact info and some other stuff about me there if you want to. If not, that's okay. No problem. So I'll be back in a couple weeks with another podcast. And until then, this is Dirt Road Cowboy signing out. Bye, y'all.